Welcome to the T5 Life Show. This is your host, Coleco Lubawanan, also known as TE5 Pharaoh. I am the owner and CEO of TE5 Gaming and TE5 Real Estate Group. Our mission here is to give you the know-hows in the gaming and the esports space, as well as the real estate and business space, and share my life along the way. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. What is going on, podcast? This is Coleco Labawanan bringing you a new episode today, and we are going to share five things that ladies need to know when dating an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, now, before I even get into the five things here, guys, I also want to just mention this. You know, if if there's any you know, ladies out there that you know, if this situation's flipped, and let's say the ladies are the entrepreneurs and and the guys are not. Um, then the same, the same exact thing can apply to you as well. So guys, if you're listening and you know, your, your, your girlfriend or your wife is an entrepreneur and maybe you're not, then please take exactly what I'm saying and just put it in the context of, you know, your situation. However, for me, this is a situation where I'm super entrepreneurial and my wife is not. So, um, I want to you know, share, obviously, my thoughts, my perspectives from this and, and a little bit of, of you know, my experience with my wife. Um, the first thing is, is an, a true entrepreneur hates working for somebody else. They hate being an employee for another company. Um, and it's really important to understand the reason for this is because, you know, true entrepreneurs, and I mean true entrepreneurs, I'm get people that talk about, think about, you know, you know, just kind of piss around talking about doing a business, but actually are trying to execute a business uh, and start something. Um, the reason people like me, like the reason I hate, okay, and I hate being an employee, I, I, I hate it with all my passion, you know, every ounce of blood and sweat in me is because you know, I am a visionary by nature. Any true entrepreneur is a visionary. Okay. Visionary by the sense of they can they can see the world in a different way than your typical person can. They can see, you know, they almost can see into the future. They literally have these ideas spewing all the time of ways they can either create a new opportunity or solve a big problem. Uh, really, a lot of it's around solving problems in the world today, but. You know, there's opportunity everywhere, and they can just see how how that can be capitalized, how that can benefit them, but everybody else around them, and for so many people. And when you work as an employee, or you work in a you know, under a, a, a company or wherever, you were essentially forced to live out their vision. Okay, because guys, here's what you need to understand: unless you're working for the government, which the government itself is a business. Literally everybody in the world works for a business, okay? You work for an entrepreneur, okay? If it's a big company or a small company, okay? Think of all, you know, you know, all the all you folks that work for Walmart, okay? Well, guess what? Walmart was started by Sam the, the Walton family, okay? And you know what you're doing? You're living the dream and the vision of the Walton family, okay? You're forced to confide to their vision, not your vision, but theirs, okay? You know, if you work for Amazon, okay, you're forced to work for the vision of Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon. You're not working, you know, you're not getting to fulfill your vision. You're fulfilling his vision. OK, 
Okay. And this goes for any company. Like, you know, it, it almost goes for, it's the same thing for when I worked, I had a job, you know, end of 2018 going into 2019 that I left. Um, even though it was, you know, it was a nice steady paycheck. I was getting paid well and, you know, I really kind of got to do, I had a lot of freedoms, but I, I was forced to live somebody else's vision. Um, and at the end of the day, me being a true entrepreneur, and I know for so many out there, it just, we can't breathe like that. We become very miserable. We become very discontent with our situation and our circumstances to the point where we just, we just can't function. We just can't be a part of this no more because we're not getting to portray the visions that we have. And as any true entrepreneur that's out there, they have a vision for how things should work. And and to be very real about that, if they're forced to be in an environment where they can't, they don't have the opportunity to create or manifest that vision, they are going to be miserable. Okay, no matter how good the pay is, and it literally doesn't even come down to money. I promise you, you know, you find somebody, even if they're getting paid a million bucks a year or whatever, they're getting paid really good money, they will get miserable. Money is only a temporary solution to the motivation issue when it comes to trying to have a true entrepreneur as an employee, because at the end of the day, that entrepreneur wants to be able to manifest their vision and implement their vision on how something should be run without having to be conflicted because they're not the ones in charge. They're not the head person, the head, you know, the CEO, the owner of a business. So and yeah, at the end of the day, ladies, I just want you to understand if you're, if you're, your boyfriend or husband is like, Hey, I hate working. I hate being an employee. I want to do my own thing or whatever. That is why they just, they deep down, they, they feel, they feel trapped in the fact that, you know, they're forced to live out somebody else's vision on a day-to-day basis and not live out theirs. Because at the end of the day, any true entrepreneur is happy, the happiest when he knows every single day he gets to wake up and he is getting to pursue the vision that he has in place and he has an opportunity to do that. I truly believe that's when an entrepreneur is the most happiest. It's not about money. It's not about, you know, having millions and private jets and all this cars and different stuff. It's literally... Like if we really deep root what what motivates entrepreneurial guys and gals, it is it is just the, the the freedom to to pursue and manifest their vision of their life, of their business, of the world. That is it. Okay, I know because that's it for me. At the end of the day, like honestly, even though right now, like personally, I am, you know, we're going through a hard, hard financial struggle at the moment uh, with, you know, my, in my personal life um, due to my debt situation, things of that sort. Honestly, like I could not be happier in the fact that, like, I mean, of course, there's things that obviously I want to fix financially and, I, and I've got to, but like, just, just like, and, and deep down in my heart, the fact that I, you know, I'm not forced to, you know, work for another company's vision and have to, you know, that that's the vision I have to abide by. Like, I don't feel trapped. I feel free. I feel invigorated by the fact that I even have this opportunity and the process to pursue and, and just control the vision of my future and the way I, you know, I see it, see it being and the way I see the world. And that to me is, is makes me so happy on a day-to-day basis and I'm still waking up every day even though I've got my issues trust me nothing's perfect I've got plenty of problems but 
I couldn't be way, my happiness level as opposed to where it was last year when I was, you know, you know, getting that nice salary and, you know, working for the other company and even have benefits and stuff like my, you know, my day to day excitement and just joy of, of living right now, it, it is drastically better than where it was. So um, I just want you guys to understand, you know, when they hate to work for somebody and, and they're not, you know, motivated to do that, that's a large reason why it's because of the visions, because they, they, they're, they're having to be forced to live somebody else's vision and not implement theirs. Number two, they like to test and experiment with different business and businesses and ideas. Guys, ladies and guys, well, ladies and guys, you know, I'm just going to cover for both of you guys. At the end of the day, this, this can go either way. Cause I know there's a lot of ladies that are entrepreneurs out there and guys that are not and vice versa. Okay. You know, any true entrepreneur loves to test and taste things and experiment, um, you know, which a lot of times to the average person that's not an entrepreneur, they kind of perceive that as, you know, unstable. Okay, Somebody who's not entrepreneurial tends to, to value, you know, consistency and, and safety. And, you know, when you stick to something, you just go with it. A true entrepreneur is like, screw all that shit. Like we're literally, you know, we want to try different things. We want to fill out different businesses. We want to kind of entertain ideas because we're constantly having new ideas come in our heads all the time. Like that's what a real entrepreneur is. And they want to try things all the time and in a quick manner. Okay. And a lot of times that's risky, you know, it's not safe. Okay. At the end of the day, you know, the difference between entrepreneur and non-entrepreneur, it really comes down to risk and safety tolerance, okay? They're on two different spectrums. Entrepreneurs, true entrepreneurs do not value safety. They they are willing to take a lot of risk, okay? Whereas somebody who's not entrepreneurial does not want to take risk. They want to play everything by the book and, you know, try to play the smart way, Um and a lot of times this can this can lead to kind of conflict, you know, um, obviously for me, I mean, I, I've known what I've been passionate about for a long time. And, you know, obviously gaming has been something that I, I've always loved. I, I didn't really strongly consider pursuing it in a business fashion until, you know, last year uh, in 2018. And that's when it really started to click for me there. Uh, obviously, before then, you know, since 2015, I've been in the real estate industry industry because I definitely knew when I came out of college I wasn't going to go work for a job with my my bachelor's degree in exercise science because I did an internship and I hated it and it also falls into the fact that I'm being forced to live somebody else's vision and not mine um and you know at the end of the day the real estate industry um though I I enjoyed a lot I know there's ample amounts of opportunity I'm, I'm very experienced in in real estate um, is that really my true overall passion in itself? No, not necessarily, but it is going to be a tool and a vehicle that helps me create the vision that I want through the gaming and esports world. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I mean, even in real estate, I want to try different things. I want to try assisted living. You know, that's a different niche. I want to try, you know, you know, create my gaming houses, which I've talked about before. 
Um, you know, obviously creating gaming resorts. I want to have land centers. I want to have restaurants with retail spaces and, you know, create like the, the, the gaming version of Margaritaville, things of that nature. I want to be able to do all these different things and, and, and taste it at the same time in the gaming world and content space. I want to have, you know, I want to experiment and test what it's like creating a media company because I'm becoming much more passionate about content creation and, you know, you know, eventually. I'm going to have a video editor. I'm going to have a videographer that follows me around. We're going to be doing a whole tons, tons of vlog series and, and just creating tons of video content. Obviously, the audio content I've already been doing um, and, and so forth and so forth. And even in gaming, you know, are we going to, you know, are we going to, you know, we're, we're already doing events, but we're also going to have an esports team. We're going to do, you know, apparel. We're going to have content creation there. Um, you know, I mean, there, there's just so many different things that I have that I know are going to correlate to my vision. A lot of it has to do with my self-awareness, which a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, some of them obviously don't have the full self-awareness and some of them need to figure out what it is that they're truly passionate about. But, um, but just understand that they want to test and taste a lot of things, guys. They don't want to just stick to one thing. Okay. These are folks that, um, they want to try this. They want to try that. And for you to hinder them from doing that or to fault them because that's how they are is really doing them a disservice. Like that's something like you as the non-entrepreneurial person need to understand and not only just respect, but you got to support that. You know, if, if you truly want to be with this person who's an entrepreneur, you're going to have to number one, accept that. Number two, you need to, you need to not only accept it, but you got to support that. Okay. And create an environment where it's okay. And they're not having to feel like they're being you know guilted or they're doing something wrong just because they want to try so many things. Okay. Um, so that's why I want to make you aware of that. So you know, you, you understand how they click. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, they change their mind a lot. Okay. Let's just face it. When you, when you test and experiment things, you know, you normally create pre hypotheses and then you have your actual hypotheses, you know, you, so what I mean by that is, you know, when somebody, when an entrepreneur, you know, wants to get into something, okay, they're, they initially are, get super excited and they always do, you know, you, you think this is how something's going to be or how it's going to work. And then they try it out. A lot of times it's not how they thought it was going to work. And that changes their mind and their perspective, which in turn leads them to want to experiment something different, something different, you know? So a lot of times, that's, that's, that's what happens. And I know that can lead to frustration with folks that, you know, are not entrepreneurial. It's like, why are you changing your career? You already tried this out. Now you're, you went from real estate. Now you're going to insurance. Okay. Or you're going to be an accountant. Now you want to go be a doctor. What are you talking about? You know, um, or whatever the case is, um, you know, true entrepreneurs are going to change their mind a lot, you know, and, and this is really more prevalent in people that have not entrepreneurs that have not figured out what they're passionate about yet. Once they've really figured out where their, their skill and passion kind of collide, where they intersect, then you're not going to see them really change their mind as much on a macro level, maybe, but they're always changing their mind on the micro level. I can tell you that, um, you know, when I say macro, I'm speaking like careers, like industries, things of that sort. Uh, I don't think you're going to see, you, you won't see that as much once they really understand what they're good at and what they're passionate about. Cause it, it's, it takes a time for them to figure that stuff out a lot of times, you know? Um, but once they do, it's going to click. So you just have to have the patience of working with them and being like, Hey, you know, what are you 
really good at? And then obviously, where are you passionate about? You know, do you enjoy talking about football? Do you enjoy sports? Do you enjoy, you know, analytics and data, um, you know, taxes, uh, gaming, who knows? I mean, the list can go on and on and on. But, um, you know, just understand that they will change their mind quite a bit. And that's not a bad thing. Okay. They're, all they're doing is tasting and experimenting, uh, you know, what it is that they love to do. And they're also trying to figure out what they're good at. Um, <clears throat> the fourth thing, they are overly obsessed with their passion. Okay. A lot of times this is, this is the most, this is probably the, the majority of, of entrepreneurial folks out there is the, what they're really passionate about, they don't yet believe that it's possible for them to make a living from it. I guarantee like, if we had to put all entrepreneurs in, in you know, on paper, I, I, would, I would argue and say at least 90% of folks that are really entrepreneurs, maybe they're just holding it back or they're still listening to their, you know, their spouse or guy or gal that tells them they need to work a job, whatever. Um, the problem is most of these folks don't believe they can actually profit and make a living from the thing that they're passionate about. And, and as I said before, we live in a day and age with the internet where it is so possible to literally create a business around anything. There's never been a better time to get into business than there is now. The cost of entry is literally zero. And you can literally do anything from content form to brick and mortar to e-com, anything. Uh, business all across, you know, from you know, in person or on, on the internet. Um, and it could be around anything, guys. If you're creative enough, if, if you have the vision for it. And, um, you know, a lot of times entrepreneurs, you know, they, they're already living out what they're passionate about. For me, I love video games. I love them so much. I have since I was little. Um, you know, there was, there's been a few couple years in my life over the last, you know, decade and a half or so that I've, you know, kind of stepped away from them. But you know what? I always, always ended up coming back. Even if it was, I took a one or two year break from playing, like no matter what, it's like, it's like fate and, and, and God drew me back to, you know, playing games and just my sheer love for it. So that's why, you know, in 2018, I just had to decide, I'm like, look, because, you know, the reason I, I stopped playing games before is because I didn't think I could make money doing it. I didn't think it was a viable business opportunity. Um, I just thought, you know, I had to go into real estate because real estate, you can make money and stuff. But, you know, Real estate's not really where my passion is. My passion is in gaming and esports, but now everybody knows gaming and esports is a viable industry now. I mean, the industry is about to cap, I think the market cap's about to hit a, uh, $1 billion, uh, the value of the gaming and esports industry, or I think just the esports industry for the first time, a billion, $1 billion and growing. Um, so it's very much a business opportunity. And now so many people are trying to get into the space. So, um, you know, and, and I'm overly obsessed about it. Okay. I am literally overly obsessed about T5 gaming, uh, about the real estate company. I'm trying to build around T5 gaming for T5 gaming, anything to do with T5 gaming. I'm, I'm like, you know, wanting to do all the time. You know, my wife will tell you, you know, I'm literally hosting practices on a daily basis for our esports team. I'm, I'm putting content out right now. I'm spending time doing this. I'm, 
you know, trying to get properties and, and prospect for, for the real estate side to get our gaming house initiative going. Um, I'm literally hosting tournaments every other weekend, if not every weekend. Okay. And these are three to four hour tournaments. Like I am doing something all the time. I'm checking my, my team chats on discord, checking out, you know, what's going on with the, you know, with our teams. If a new person joins, I want to welcome them. Um, you know, I, I, I am all the time. My mind is in the game. It is in what my vision is all the freaking time. And I know that, you know, she, she tells me, you know, we'll click on it. You know, you got to be able to turn that off every once in a while, spend time with the family and just, you know, forget gaming and stuff. But man, is it so hard for me? It is very, very hard for me to turn my mind off from the vision that I have you know, building out my, my esports dream and fantasy and how I think I can help so many folks that are coming up in this industry and want to be in this space. So just know that, you know, they're going to spend the majority of their time pursuing their passion, guys. And at the end of the day, you know, that that's just a reality of the fact when dating or marrying any entrepreneur. Um, I, I don't know any other way to see it. If they're a true entrepreneur, uh, you know, there are a lot of folks that, you know, create little small businesses, but that's about it. They don't really have ambitions to push for the stars like me. Um, and, you know, depending on the size of their ambition, you know, then their obsession is going to kind of be predicated based on that. However, um, you know, I can tell you if, if they have ambition through the roof, like I know so many folks do, um, you know, the whole work-life family balance is going to be a, a huge, huge struggle for them um, because they just see opportunity constantly in front of them like me. Like I just I see opportunity all the freaking time and it never stops, um, you know, and sometimes that's, you know, for me, even though that's just how I'm wired, um, you know, I, I something I, I just I roll with and I deal with that. So, um the fifth and final thing I'm going to say is they don't value, and this kind of goes back to the first point when I said they hate, you know, we hate working for other people. Uh, we also hate job. We we hate the whole notion of of um, the normals of society, the norms of society. Okay, uh, we hate you know the whole idea of the getting a paycheck, the job safety notion. Um, you know, it's guaranteed pay and that's the way to success. Um, we don't, we don't value that at all. What we value is opportunity. We value the opportunity, as I said before, to pursue our vision. We value the opportunity to, for that one in a million chance. Like I'll tell you from me, this is literally coming. This is my perspective. This is directly from me. I would literally trade a lot. Like, let's say I had two lives in front of me. Okay. If I was told that I could get paid, I don't, and I'm just making this up, if I, if I could get paid a million dollars a year for the rest of my life to work for this company, you know, obviously I'd be well off. I wouldn't have to worry about money. You know, everything would be fine and peachy in terms of that. Um, versus I could, you know, I was going to be an, you know, try to be an entrepreneur and try to fulfill my vision but I was going to, you know, like live out of my car, or, you know, or, you know, li live in a box for the rest of my life. And, and I'm not, I'm not just like BS in this. I'm not, this is, this is like legit from my heart. When I say this, I will literally choose, you know, going to the poor route and at least getting the at bat 
the at bat, the opportunity. That's when I when I say at bat, I mean the opportunity to pursue what I love to do more than than getting a bunch of money and being financially safe and, and everything's all fine and peachy. That type of life I would trade in a heartbeat just for the opportunity to pursue what I want. Because here's the thing, guys. Is, you know, with entrepreneurs, it is statistic that 99%, you know, I don't even know if it's signing out, but the, the majority of businesses are going to fail. Okay. Everybody that tries to start a business, they're going to fail. That's just, that's the true hard stats. However, however, it only takes an entrepreneur to get one thing right. Okay. It's kind of like cops and, and bad guys. Okay. The bad guys have to be right all the time. If there's like a repeat serial killer or somebody like like you know trying somebody that's trying to evade the police, evade the law, that person has to be right all the time because if they slip up once, they're caught. Okay? And if you're the cop, you know, and you're the one pursuing the criminal, you just got to all you got to do is be right once and you got them. It's the same thing with entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurs, business folks can try 50, 100, thousands of different businesses. All they need is one. If one of them clicks right, and the odds are for an entrepreneur, if they don't give up and they continue to pursue and pursue and pursue, something's going to eventually click. And when it does, it changes everything. Okay, Because look, at the end of the day, let's be very real here. If you can build a successful business, if you know, if we're, if, if if money is what you value, you're gonna make a hell of a lot more money owning a very successful business than you ever will being an employee for somebody else. Okay, that is the hard truth. It's the difference between you know living a nice, comfy life and living a one percent type of life. It's not, and and by the end of the day. Like I said, true entrepreneurs are not motivated by money. They're motivated by the freedom to pursue and, and manifest their vision in their life, their world. That is ultimately it. It's, it's freedom. Okay. Now, money, money is still important because money gives us that freedom. Okay. Because that's the problem is a lot of us don't have the money. So we have to go, you know, we're usually forced to go work as an employee somewhere as we're trying to manifest and grow these visions and that comes with its own struggles and stuff as well. But you know, when you've got the money, then you don't need nobody else. You don't need a job. You don't need no other company. And that's, that's where things get really good. And, and that's where entrepreneurs want to be. They just want to wake up and, and, and love what they do every single day. And I'm sure everybody wants that. Okay. It's just that, you know, entrepreneurs want to manifest their vision. Whereas somebody who's not an entrepreneur, you're listening to this right now. Look, your, your vision is not about creating and building things that can change the world or improve a community and stuff. Your vision is just seeing your family healthy and, and not worrying about money. And that's, you know, that that's, that's it. And just getting the travel, things like that. That is your vision. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And I'm not downing that at all. I'm not saying that that's inferior or that's nothing. That's just that's just how you're wired, how I'm wired. I am wired by not only seeing you know, obviously my family healthy and stuff, but I have to. I have visions and I want to create. I want to manifest. If I don't and, I, and if I don't live in a world where that's an opportunity or a possibility, I, I don't know how else to function. 
And I know very, very much any other true entrepreneur is like that. So anyways, guys, we're going to wrap this up. I hope that these five things uh, for any of you ladies or guys uh, that are not entrepreneurs and your spouse or significant other is an entrepreneur, I hope that this helps give you some type of context um, and understanding is of what their mindset's like, why they act like they act around certain things. And um, hopefully it helps you guys improve your relationship, improve your marriage in the future going forward. This is going to be it for me. I'll see you guys in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to share this with a friend. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate and review the podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, I'd really appreciate it if you do so. I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you.